Who's been the biggest surprise performer for the Lions this season? That's a good question. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. going on everybody matt Derry with you it is another episode of locked on lions right here on the locked on podcast network your team every single day it's a thursday november 2nd and a friday november 3rd we thank you for listening or watching on our locked on lions youtube channel which of course you can subscribe to and watch for free thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts shout out to our everydayers who are out there who whether they watch or listen every day we thank you for doing so uh evan thomas down in virginia is an everydayer Got to give a shout out to Adam Sieri. Adam had a question for me on Twitter today at Dairy Speaks that I want to bring up momentarily. Also, Mike Santavica. Mike is starting up a, a spot in Troy called D-Bat Baseball. Indoor batting cages, all sorts of stuff. November 13th, uh, Mike Santavica is a huge Lions fan. We appreciate him checking us out each and every day on Lockdown Lions. Follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter. Matt Dairy Facebook fan page, uh, threads at the real Matt Dairy, and also, uh, as I mentioned, the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. The show today is brought to you by our very good friends at Prize Picks, the uh, easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com/slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. On the show today, I want to talk about stability with what's going on around the NFL and how we've got stability here for a change. NFC playoff picture, uh, surprise in 2023, and some roster moves that took place also today um, with the organization. I'm going to go a little bit out of order on what uh, the show rundown says on the YouTube channel. And again, I want to thank Adam Sieri uh, on Twitter. He asked a very good question, and I'm like, I'm going to use it on the show today. Why not? Follow him at Adam S-E-E-A-R-Y. He said, for the show, who has been the Lions' biggest surprise performer so far this year? Lions are 6-2. and two. They're at the bye week. No game until a week from Sunday in L.A. against the Chargers. And so they're in very good shape, feeling good. And I want to run through some NFC playoff picture stuff. Oh, by the way, Coach E, my guy, uh, Eric Reynolds, Craig Reynolds' dad. Come on, Craig. He and I have been talking. He's going to come on the show. we got to figure out a good time. So bear with us. We're getting Coach E on soon. Craig is actually home with his dad, hanging out in Pennsylvania right now. Um, biggest surprise performer for the Lions this season. Here's mine. And I don't. I didn't look up his PFF grade. I'm leaving that away. <laughs> this is probably one you wouldn't guess. But the biggest surprise Lions performer so far this year has been Graham Glasgow. Graham Glasgow has come in and played well at right guard for the injured Halapulavati Vitae. He had to play left guard a couple of weeks ago when Jonah Jackson was hurt. And this past Sunday, even though he didn't grade out great from PFF, Graham Glasgow did a good job at center for Frank Ragnow. This was a guy signed on to provide depth to maybe push Vitae for the right guard spot. And 
didn't play the first few weeks until uh, Big V got hurt. I think Graham Glasgow's been very, very good on the Lions offensive line. Has Jared Goff been in any kind of major danger in the pocket? No. Has the run game been pretty solid? Yeah. Jameer Gibbs over 150 yards this week. You know, you could say maybe Cam Sutton is better than advertised, but Cam Sutton was paid a lot of money this offseason to come in and be a very good free agent pickup. Jameer Gibbs has been a, a big surprise the last couple of weeks, but again, he's a first-round pick. If we're talking about surprises, is it Alex Anzalone? Possibly. He's elevated his game even more. But again, he was a starter. Graham Glasgow, to me, has come in and done the job. He's played very well. And I'm surprised that he's been able to, after being not brought back by Denver, after being somebody that had been in Detroit a long time, his his, his quality of play has regressed over the last few years. He was a very solid player and performer for the Lions before signing that big contract with the Broncos. But he's, to me, been the biggest surprise this year. He's on the interior of all, on the offensive line, having to play three, having to play three different positions. I think he's been a bit a big surprise. One B would be Riley Patterson. He's kicked better than we all thought. Now, he knocks in a 52-yarder the other night, and you're like, wow, Riley, all right, where'd that come from? And then he completely botches um, the short field goal later on in the night when it was 26-14 and the Lions were ready to put the Raiders away. So I'd say Graham Glasgow won, and 1B would be Riley Patterson as far as biggest surprises. Uh, I'm interested in hearing some of your thoughts. You can hit me up on Twitter or on our YouTube comments. Look, it's been a fun season. And we're not even halfway through. I guess, well, technically there's 17 games. I guess we're at the halfway point now. There's nine games left. But I think there's going to be some other guys that emerge on this roster. I think there's going to be some players that get better. Um, You know, if they can get James Houston back. If maybe toward the end of the year, somehow, some way, C.D. Deuce, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, whatever he's naming himself now, comes back. Um, it's only going to make this team better. Lions now have Donovan Peoples-Jones. That's an upgrade at wide receiver right now in that wide receiver room. Um, you have to feel good about where this team sits. And if you missed yesterday's show, we went over this with the NFC North. It's a tire fire. It is an absolute stinker right now. And the Lions at six and two with Minnesota at four and four is the closest competition. And they just lost their, you know, franchise quarterback for the season. I mean, we're sitting here talking about closing in on the first division title in this town for this football team since 1993. So just awesome. And I did see today on SI.com, they were talking about possible. Las Vegas Raiders uh, next head coaches. And they mentioned, as I like to call him, future head coach Aaron Glenn, which I thought was interesting. Do you want to say that's a surprise? Biggest surprise has been maybe the defense and how well they played against the run. You could do that. I think Aaron Glenn has done a good job this year. I think you're seeing players elevate their games. You're seeing schemes work. You're seeing... Uh, 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 you know, adjustments made at halftime, right? What took place the other night? 
Garoppolo had too much time to throw. He was just missing receivers. Devontae drops a pass. All these things went into it, but the Lions did not get to the quarterback until the second half when Aaron Glenn decided we got to put more heat on Jimmy G, and they started blitzing. And uh, that started to work out. So lots of surprises. Thank you, uh, Adam, for the question. You can hit me up on Twitter anytime at Dairy Speaks. Is it Twitter? Is it X? What are we calling it? When, is it going to go away soon? Are they charging us a dollar for the year? I'm hearing so many different things. <sighs> anyway, that's my story uh, on that. All right. We got um, a roster move to talk about. We've got an NFC picture to get into, which I want to do next. We got to talk about stability. Look what happened in Las Vegas. My wife said to me the other day, she was on her phone and she goes, hey, the Raiders fired their coach. Did the Lions really do that? I go, yeah. Not only did they fire their coach, they fired their general manager and benched their quarterback. All because they lost to the Lions Monday night. She's like, that's what happened. That's what used to happen to the Lions. I said, you're right. She's lived here all her life. I've been here almost 30 years. 1996, what is that? 2006 is 10, 2016 is 20. 27 years I've been here? It's a little crazy. <sighs> all right. Uh, coming up next, let's talk about what the NFC looks like right now and an opportunity for the Leos, for the Honolulu Blue and Silver Gladiators, the Gridiron Glads, as Art Regner used to call them, to be the number one seed in the NFC. We'll do that uh, coming up next. We want to tell you, though, about DoorDash. Look, you want to order food groceries, whatever it is. If you are craving something and you don't want to leave your couch because tonight you're watching Titans and Steelers, you don't want to leave. You got a parlay going. You're on FanDuel, the whole thing, fantasy stuff. Man, I want National Coney Island. I want Leo's. I want Chipotle, whatever it is. You can get it from DoorDash. Did the game go to a timeout? Time to order in with DoorDash. What about halftime? That's ordering time. Two-minute warning, same thing. You got it. That's your cue to order in with DoorDash. They are just the best. And what's great about DoorDash is not only can you get pizza, wings, soda, burgers, whatever it is, you can also get groceries, retail, and more. All your favorite restaurants and stores are there on DoorDash. Get prepared before game day with DoorDash. Get 50% off up to ten a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-23, love DoorDash, subject to change, terms apply. All right. Like my new mug? Bless your heart. I think this is like a Dolly Parton mug. Spent a lot of time, uh, I spent not a lot of time, but I spend some time in Tennessee every year. They love Dolly Parton down there. Um, I think she said, bless your heart. And who's the other woman? Why am I drawing a blank on her name? Who has the restaurant down there? It'll come to me. She, she had a cooking show. Then she got in trouble for saying some racial stuff. Uh, it'll come to me. Um, maybe it's on this mug. Did I get that mug there? I don't even remember. All right. What am I talking about? Uh, the Lions are six and two. And of course, right now in the NFC playoff picture, your Detroit Lions, Paula Dean is her name, by the way. Um, I knew I'd get it. You got the Eagles at seven and one, Lions at six and two, Seahawks at five and two, Cowboys five and two, 
Niners five and three, Falcons division leader at four and four, Vikings four and four, Saints four and four, etc. Eagles, though, right now are the number one seed and the Lions are the number two seed. Of course, if the Lions and Seahawks end up with the same record, Seattle has a tiebreaker because the Lions can't beat the Seahawks. We know that. Anyway, but what if the Lions go on a run here in the next couple of weeks with the Chargers, the Bears, and, and et cetera? And what about the Eagles, right? Philadelphia is a team to beat. They're the defending NFC champs, playing good football. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is a little bit banged up right now. And they're seven and one. Think about this for a second. The next six weeks for the Eagles, Dallas at home, at Kansas City, Buffalo at home, San Francisco at home, at Dallas again, Sunday night football, at Seattle. All primetime games. Dallas 425 on Fox this week. At Kansas City, Monday night football. Home to Buffalo, 425, the primetime game on CBS. San Francisco at home, 425. At Dallas, Sunday night football, 820. At Seattle, 425, primetime Fox. The next six weeks, Philadelphia is playing all Super Bowl contenders. They are. Dallas twice, KC, Buffalo, San Fran, and Seattle. Those are all playoff teams. Those are all really good teams. Those are the next six weeks for the Eagles. Meantime, down in Allen Park at 222 Rodwood Drive, you got a bye. You got the Chargers on the road. Then the Lions played the Bears. The Packers at home, at the Saints, who aren't terrible. I watched them the other day. At Chicago and Denver are the next six games for the Lions. Are any of those teams that I mentioned, Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears again, and Broncos, next six weeks, are any of those teams Super Bowl contenders? No. How many are playoff contenders? One, the Chargers maybe? Saints maybe sitting at four and four right now? After Derek Carr and company went into the uh, the oil drum, Lucas Oil Stadium, and I was there Sunday and beat the Colts, I still wasn't wowed by them. Philly's playing the next six games against heavyweights. The Lions are playing one good team, basically, the next six weeks. There's a very good chance that in a couple weeks we're talking about the Lions being the one seed. They're a game back at Philadelphia right now. Could you imagine... Home field advantage, the road to the Super Bowl going through Brush and Adams. I was there Monday night. Place is a zoo. You guys are riled up. I'm in the concourse an hour and a half before the game. I can't even move. Hour and a half before the game. It's packed in there. The Let's Go Lions chance. The opportunity is there. Now, yes. Dallas could spring up as the one seed. Sure. San Francisco could go on a run. Of course. It's not just Lions and Eagles. I get that. But if you really look at the schedules, moving forward, the Lions have a good chance to leapfrog the Eagles and move up. Again, two games with Dallas. You know, they those could cancel out everything else. All right. Dallas's next six weeks, by the way. Philly, the Giants, Carolina. Washington, Seattle, and Philly. So the next six weeks, they play the Eagles twice. Not going to be easy. 
Seattle on Thursday night football at home. Commanders have quit. Carolina's got awful and the Giants might be the worst team in football. So watch out for Dallas, especially if they can uh, beat the Eagles. And they have the last few years. Dallas, for some odd reason, I think they've, I think Dak Prescott's something like eight and three lifetime against Philly. So that's kind of your NFC playoff picture. I have good faith that the Lions are going to continue to play good football. Again, Monday night didn't even play all that well. Jared Goff's pick six was a bad mistake. Some some penalties cost them. Red zone offense was atrocious. The missed chip shot field goal. A lot of things didn't exactly go right the other night, yet they still won by double figures. And now this schedule coming up is, it's cake. It is. Definitely compared to the Eagles and uh, Dallas to an extent. All right, we got a stability uh, topic to bring up that I want to do coming up next as as, as it um, pertains to what we saw Monday night and what took place yesterday. Also, a couple of uh, minor roster moves as well. We will do uh, that coming up next um, also right here on Lockdown Lions. Lockdown Lions today are brought to you by Prize Picks. Daily fantasy made so much fun. Tonight, Titans and Steelers. You want to get in on the action, but not just bet the game, but bet some players too. How do you do that? It's simple. It's projections. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections, and you watch the winnings roll in. All right? Prize Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this season. And what's great is, uh, you know, you can play along sometimes of Prize Picks' favorite players. Rapper Meek Mill is a part of that. Comedian Andrew Schultz. You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. This week on Prize Picks, let's go tonight. All right, let's go George Pickens, more than 75 receiving yards. Let's go Will Levis, um, less than two passing touchdowns. I don't think he's going to do what he did last week. All right. Prize Picks is amazing. It's a lot of fun. Check it all out. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash NFL. Use code NFL. Get that first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, uh, thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate you making us your first listen. Matt Derry with you. It's Locked on Lions for a Thursday edition, November the 2nd. Lions uh, off, done. Players have gone home or gone on vacation, um, and they'll be back to work next Monday, and the Lions will get ready for the L.A. Chargers. You know there's going to be a ton of Lions fans at SoFi. The Chargers don't have any fans. I mean, they have some, but those games at SoFi, whether it's the Rams or the Chargers, you always hear the opposing fans. So that ought to be awesome. Um, here's something I was thinking about. Stability. What just took place uh, the other night, Tuesday night into Wednesday morning? The Raiders sacked their general manager, Dave Ziegler, their coach, Josh McDaniels, and then yesterday, interim head coach, Antonio Pierce, ex of the Giants, announced that Jimmy Garoppolo is being benched and that Aiden O'Connell, the rookie from Purdue, He's going to give them the best chance to win. He's going to start a quarterback. And it made me think. 
This is the third year, third year now. We haven't had to talk about quarterback. We haven't had to talk about coach. And we haven't had to talk about GM. And I know some of you are going to go, oh, Derry, you were ripping Dan Campbell last year. You almost quit the podcast. Well, I didn't. All right. And the Lions stuck with their coach. We're in the third year of Campbell's six-year contract. Josh McDaniels had a six-year contract with the Mark Davis-led LV Raiders. And he's already gone after a year and a half. Yet our coach isn't going anywhere. Our general manager, even though I thought he should have done more at the deadline, isn't going anywhere. He's doing a great job. Our quarterback is going to be signed long-term. You're not going to get rid of Jared Goff. Why would you do that? Who's better? Who's out there better that you're going to go get? Oh, but Hendon Hooker. I, come on. There's actual stability with this operation. Stability. The other night, Lomas Brown got his number uh, or got his, put up in the uh, ring of honor with the Lions. Dan, it was awesome. Love Lomas. They introduced Sheila Hamp. She got an ovation. Two years ago, she almost got booed off the field. Sell the team. Ford's, you know, the usual racket we hear. Fords will never win. They need to sell. Hey, did you hear the, the Ford should sell? Yeah. It's the oldest bit in Detroit sports. There's stability here. It matters. It's huge. You look at some of these teams and some of these offenses and how they're run defenses, and you look and you go, fourth-year coordinator, six-year coordinator, third-year, in the same system. Stability matters. So, you know, the Raiders and this poor rookie quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, I'm sure they'll keep a lot of the same system that they had, but for the most part now, they're going to have to, excuse me, put in some new, you know, some new checks, some new plays, everything. And that's going to take time. You know, Philly has stability with Sirianni and Hertz. And I, I know they've lost, you know, lost Steichen, lost Frank Reich, but the guys that were below them just keep getting promoted, et cetera. Um, I love that there's stability here. It's huge that Ben Johnson was back this year. Huge. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I just want to bring that up because it's it's a it's a huge it's a factor in this league. The winning teams seem to have look at the Cowboys defense under Dan Quinn now the last three, what, four years he's been there? And he stays there. And they're a dominant defense. All right, very quickly, uh, today the Lions waived running back Divine Ozigbo, who got some carries. Was that the Tampa game, I believe? And uh, brought up Trevor Nowoski, the linebacker and local product, from the practice squad to the active roster. What does that tell me? Well, that tells me that David Montgomery could be healthy for the Charger game, and that's huge. Because right now, basically, you had Jameer Gibbs. Uh, you had uh, Craig Reynolds. Come on, Craig. And you had Divino Zigbo at running back, and that was it. Bam Knight, of course, got hurt. But now, Ozigbo being waived, and my guess is he'll clear waivers and come back to the practice squad or something, but my guess is that that means David Montgomery could be ready coming back from that rib injury to play against the Chargers, and that would be a huge addition. That would be awesome. Nowoski, the linebacker, was a really good special teamer during uh, preseason games. And 
maybe the Lions see something there that they want to add him right now um, to the active roster. And of course, at the moment, Jake McQuaid is on the practice squad. So that's why there was a roster spot open with Scott Daly going on injured reserve. Right now, McQuaid is on the practice squad. So eventually he will have to be elevated to the uh, 53-man roster uh, before next Sunday against the Chargers. So that'll do it for this Thursday edition of Lockdown Lions. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Um, shout out to our everydayers that are out there. We appreciate you. Love getting a little time off this weekend. Should be great. Um, enjoy all of the games and everything else. We'll talk to you soon.